Time for Keys to the Game in the Trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics in our beautiful studios as always. And not just the game, playoff game, wild card playoff game, game number three between the Ravens and the Bengals. The rubber match, Bengals lost the first one, won the last one in the last regular season game. And the very next week, here we are, the Baltimore Ravens at Cincinnati. What are the keys to victory for the Cincinnati Bengals? First, protection pressure. In the first game, Cincinnati stacked Baltimore once. They gave up three sacks. In the game, the regular season game finale, they sacked Baltimore four times, gave up two. So the sack ratio in those two football games is even. For the season, the Bengals are minus 14 in the sack ratio. The Baltimore Ravens are plus 10. Going to have to give consistent protection to Joe Burrow. The Ravens got consistent pressure on Joe Burrow with just a four-man rush. Joe Burrow was like Houdini. He made people miss. His pocket manipulation was extraordinary. You can't allow Baltimore to bull rush, push the pocket back into Joe Burrow's face. You're going to have to protect Joe Burrow, and you're going to have to pressure whoever is playing quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. And let's talk turnovers, and I'm going to include fourth down stops as well because it's equivalent. When a possession does not end with a kick, punt, extra point, or field goal, it's the same scenario. You get possession of the football immediately. There's no field position change. All right. So, five takeaways for the Cincinnati Bengals. Three fourth down stops in the two games that they played against the Baltimore Ravens. Eight possessions have ended with no kick. The two games uh, that Baltimore has played against Cincinnati, they have two takeaways. They have two fourth down stops. Four possessions, no kick. They're plus four. The Bengals are in that two-game matchup. That's a big factor. In the rubber match, got to win the turnover battle and the fourth down stops battle. Cincinnati's only got 18 giveaways on the season. That's fourth best in the National Football League. They're plus six in the turnover department, sixth best in the NFL. Baltimore's plus four, tied for ninth in the NFL. Turnovers going to be big. Got to get yourself extra possessions. Take possessions away from the opponent. Turnovers, fourth down stops, massive in this football game. In the first 12 games of the season, the Cincinnati Bengals had 13 takeaways. In the last five games this season, the Bengals have 11 takeaways. They've ratcheted it up in terms of turnovers. Running game, we all know the DNA of the Baltimore Ravens. Run the football, stop the run. Bengals done a good job of stopping the run. Been very, very inconsistent running the football. That's the, no joke. It's a fact. Cincinnati in the two games against Baltimore, the Bengals have rushed the ball. In, this, uh, in the first game, the Bengals rushed the ball for 101 yards. The Ravens rushed it for 155. In the game they just played to end the season, the Bengals rushed it for 55 yards. The Ravens rushed it for 110. In the two games, the Bengals have 156 yards rushing. The Ravens, 265. They've almost outrushed them by a football field. So it's the, the Cincinnati Bengals on the year. They're minus 11.1 yards in terms of yards rushing, yards allowed. They're negative 11.1 per game. The Baltimore Ravens have rushed for 160 yards a game, and they only give up 92.1. That's plus 67.9 
yards per game, almost 68 yards. So you're looking at basically almost an 80-yard differential there when you add minus 11 to the plus 67. You're looking at pushing 80 yards uh, differential. Bengals are going to have to do a better job of running the football. Defensively, they can stop the run pretty much like the Baltimore Ravens do. Offensively, the Bengals have not been able to run the ball on a consistent basis anywhere near as well as the Baltimore Ravens have. It's going to be a big, big deal in this football game. My next key is poised physicality. That almost sounds like, how can those two go together? It's not like peanut butter and jelly. I mean, they're kind of opposites. Poised and physicality don't really go. Well, they do go together in this football game because you have to play with physicality. Biggest shoulder pads you can find. Put on the biggest big boy pads there are. The tightest chin strap you can find because this is going to be a slobber knocker extraordinaire. But you still have to play with poise and discipline. And both these football teams have done that. They both played very physical football and have controlled and can their penalties in terms of penalties assessed and penalty yards. In game one, uh, the Baltimore Ravens were penalized six times for 48 yards. In game two, five times for 22 yards. 11 times for 70 yards is the penalty and penalty total for the Ravens. The Bengals were penalized four times for 20 yards in game one, three times for 35 yards in game two. Two games against the Ravens, seven penalties, for 55 yards. That's extraordinary. That's going to have to continue against the Baltimore Ravens. On the season, the Ravens, 82 penalties, 678 yards. 82 penalties is sixth fewest in the league, 678 yards, seventh fewest in the league. The Bengals, 81 penalties for 623 yards. 81 penalties tied for fourth fewest in the league, 623 yards, second fewest in the league. Both these teams play tough, physical football, but they also play smart, disciplined football. Third down. In this last football game, the Bengals started 5 for 6 on third down. Then they went 0 for 9 to finish the game. 5 for 15, 33%. In the first game against the Ravens, they went 4 for 10, 40%. That's a combined 36% on third down. For the season, they're at 46.1%, third best in the NFL. They're 10% worse on third down than their overall average for the season against these Ravens. Going to have to perform at a higher level. The Ravens seem to have their number a little bit on third down. That can't happen in this playoff game. Tight end play. It's been huge for the Baltimore Ravens because they got a great one in Mark Andrews. He's a pro bowler. 73 catches, 847 yards, five touchdowns, all best in the AFC, second best in the NFL. In the first game, he didn't play in the in the season finale, but in the first game against the Bengals, 10 targets, 8 catches, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Likely and Kolar, the two uh, tight ends that did play when Andrews was down in the last game, combined 19 targets, 12 catches, 152 yards. This is a good tight end group. The Ravens want to run the football and play action pass to the tight ends. Hello, Trey Flowers. Hello, Dax Hill. Hello, Linebackers and safeties bracketing these tight ends. These safeties, tight ends. Trey Hill is a uh, Trey Flowers is a corner. Dax Hill is a safety, can play corner. They can both play safety and corner. They're both positionless players. These guys are going to have to step up big against the tight ends. Linebackers are going to have to step up big against the tight ends. If they're caught in that situation, 
safeties and linebackers bracketing the tight end. Lou Anarumo will have a lot of ways to cover the tight end. Going to have to step up and minimize the production of the tight ends in this football game. Special teams. Whose special teams are going to be special in this football game? It dictates field position. John Harbaugh cut his teeth as a special teams coach in the National Football League. He's one of the only special teams coaches that has gotten a head coaching opportunity. And with the success he's had, you would think Darren Simmons and others might be stronger candidates than they've been. It's kind of crazy because it is a copycat league. Baltimore, punt return, they're seventh in the NFL. Punt coverage, they're fifth in the NFL. Kickoff return, they're eighth in the NFL with a 103-yard kickoff return touchdown. But that's by Duvernay, and he's on injured reserve now. And that's a big blow to their uh, special teams, not having Duvernay returning punts and kickoffs, believe me. Kickoff coverage, they're 10th in the NFL. Every single category, top 10 in the National Football League. Darren Simmons' first NFL job, assistant special teams coach with the Baltimore Ravens. Interesting. Special teams are going to be massive in this field in this football game, dictating and determining field position. The Ravens, the Bengals have to put them on a long field, and the Bengals get short fields. Long field, short field to the Bengals' advantage, it's going to be a big, big factor in determining the winner. Finally, recognition, communication. Mike McDonald of the Baltimore Ravens, the defensive coordinator, has grown into the job. He is much more confident in himself and in what his football team can do for him. And they're feeling a lot of confidence in him as well. He has grown into the position big time. Baltimore runs a lot of varied looks in their coverages and pressure packages, but they don't give up the deep ball. They play top-down coverage. They're not going to let you have an explosive over their heads. They're going to make you go on multiple play drives and earn it and try to create a mistake by penalty or turnover or whatever the case may be by multiple snaps. They're not going to give you a two-play, 70-yard touchdown drive. That's not what they're all about. Recognizing and communicating along that offensive line, first of all, Joe Burrow has to see it pre-snap. I'm totally confident he's going to see everything he needs to see pre-snap and make necessary adjustments. Ted Karras at the center position is going to have to recognize uh, defensive fronts and make protection calls and check protection calls. The guy that was very, very helpful to Ted Karras was Alex Kappa. Alex Kappa is not going to be playing in this football game. Alex Kappa, not only a, a good physical talent, he's a heck of a smart football player. Ted Karras will tell you that Alex Kappa is like having a second center in there in terms of recognition and communication. The praise there has been uh, effusive and deserved. That's going to be massive. The one plus is the game is at Paycor, so you don't have to deal with the crowd noise. If you're in Baltimore and now all of a sudden your Kappa's not playing and he's a factor in the recognition and communication, it becomes even more of an issue. The crowd noise will not be against them at Paycor. It'll be with them. It should help recognition and communication. At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about, Icky. Get the body right, then the mind's right. You yeah. know. Yeah. 
gotta get that body right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out FirstStarLogistics.com.